This has been one of our busiest years ever. And if it hadn't been for some of the software, some of the apps and the tech that we've been using, we would have been pretty much overwhelmed. And in this episode, I want to share some of those things that we have been using that have made life a little bit easier all around in 2021. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I'm super excited to be back with you once again. So we've had some really good news over the last couple of weeks with the US border opening, allowing us Canadians to escape for the winter. And I am planning to do just that. And we'll be heading south in a week or two down to Gulf Shores, where I'll spend... uh, most of the next five months. I'll probably pop home for a couple of weeks for Christmas, but most of the time I'm going to be down in the sunshine and the general warmth. You know, Gulf Shores, Alabama is probably not known as a hot spot for snowbirds, particularly for those who really like the sunshine and who are going to go further south in Florida. I know that at times the temperature in the at night can get down towards the freezing mark, but that's fine. That is very, very different from what we experience here in Ontario in the winter. So I'll take it. It also means that I'll be able to go to the Vacation Rental Women's Summit, which I'm really, really looking forward to. I'd love to hear from anybody who is going to be there. I think it's going to be such a great event. I haven't been able to get to any of the other conferences or events that have been going on. So I've been having this sort of FOMO, this fear of missing out as we heard from people going to Annecy in France for the Vacation Rental World Summit, for those who have been to VRMA and maybe the Live Res Conference, and of course, Amy's Data and Revenue Management Conference. So there's been a lot, there's been a lot going on recently, and I've just been seeing all these photos coming back and uh, see that Matt Landau appears in just about every single one of them. And Tyan Marsink has been certainly making the rounds as well. Oh, that's something I wanted. To, I want to mention. Just a huge congratulations to Touchday. Of course, Tyan is the Touchday community ambassador for winning the VRMA Excellence Award for Supplier Company of the Year. And huge achievement for Touchday. Uh, you know how much I love them. I'm going to talk about them a little bit in this uh, in this episode, in fact, because without Touch Date this year, we would not have had the ease of communication that we had with our guests. So I'll be touching on that. So congratulations, Touch Day. Congratulations, Andy, Joe, Tyann, everybody else who works with Touch Day. This was so well-deserved. So without further ado, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about eight of my favorite. There's some productivity apps, there's some tech, there's some physical stuff that I've been using this year that has really gone a long way 
to making life easier. So I want to share that with you in case you are looking to streamline, to make some changes, to to have a look at some alternatives that maybe you hadn't thought of. So I'm doing this in no particular order. It's just sort of as it crossed my mind, I'm thinking, yes, that was really, really good for us this year. So I'm going to kick off with Breezeway. We haven't used Breezeway before. I've heard about it from so many people who use the housekeeping modules and manage their operations, a lot of their operations all through Breezeway. And I know from doing the demo and seeing the app in action, how amazingly impactful it can be to streamline operations. We, however, just used this year the text messaging app and it was revolutionary for us. I mean, we communicate a lot with our guests when they're on their stays. And at times, you know, maybe we've got 140, 150 odd families in, in properties. And we've been using telephone and email and occasionally text messaging via our Ring Central VoIP telephone system. But this year we thought we'd take a look at a standalone text messaging app and we demoed Breezeway and were so impressed with what we saw that we decided we would jump in on that and see how it went for the first year. And it was been a resounding success. And we've used it in a number of, of different ways, uh, both automated and both using you know, very personalized texting, using text to send messages to specific groups of, of guests in particular areas. One of the examples was just using it when we had tornadoes, we had extreme weather warnings and tornado warnings. And we were able to alert guests in particular areas that, you know, to watch out for extreme weather coming their way and to take down umbrellas and to secure anything that was on the property that might cause damage. So, you know, making sure that kayaks were turned over and and secured and glass top tables, of course, protecting glass top tables by taking down uh, umbrellas. So, we heard back from so many guests who said that they thought that was amazing to get a text message from us that said, you know, be alert, there is some incoming extreme weather. Because in many, you know, in many cases, people on vacation aren't watching the weather forecast. They're not actively looking at their phones to see if something's going to be happening that day. You know, they're on vacation. So, being able to give them that due warning, you know, was not only great for them, but also great for our owners who didn't have the damage that we'd had in previous years. You know, in our summers, we do get bouts of very extreme weather that comes almost out of the blue sometimes. And I mean, out of the blue, you can have this blue sky day and then within half an hour, the clouds have rolled in, the wind has got up and... This year, we were able to avoid the issues that had occurred in previous years when this type of, of, of weird stuff uh, occurred. Um, we had one message back from a guest who said, thank you so much for that, because her kids 
had been planning on going out on the kayaks and it was such a lovely day. She had no problem with that until she got this text and we said, there is extreme, there is an extreme weather warning. Please do this, this and this. And she was able to stop her kids going out. And she said that saved them from a lot of worry and stress. She said, because if they'd gone off on these kayaks and disappeared around the, around the point, they would have had no idea where they were when this weather hit. Yeah, that was one method. That was one way that we used the text messaging to really, really great effect. We also used it for fire bans. We had a very dry period in June when there were quite a lot of fire bans. And every single one of our properties has a fire pit. And people love to have their fires when they're on vacation. Now, if they were to light a fire during a fire ban and a neighbor reported it, they could be liable for up to $1,000 in fines. So we were able to text out and say, the fire ban has just been imposed in your area. Do not light a fire. If you do, you will be subject possibly to a quite a hefty fine. So this year, no issues with fines for fire uh, for people lighting fires during a fire ban. We also used it to set up auto texts. I'm not a great fan of automated messaging, but we got some great feedback from just simply sending out texts. And we had four set up. One was the, uh, the day before their check-in, the day of their check-in, the day before their departure and the day of departure. Now, to me at first, that seemed, seemed like an awful lot. You know, we're sending out so many automated texts. People are going to get really fed up with this. But they weren't. They absolutely loved it. So the night before their departure, we sent them a text that's that just said, hey, we know how excited you must be. Uh, just make sure you've got everything. Here's a link to our packing list. I mean, they already had this, but it was another link. And we sent links to the digital guest guide, which is touch day, which I'll mention next. Then we sent uh, another one on the morning of their stay, just to remind them not to arrive earlier than the check-in time and to let us know if they were going to be super late because some owners like to be around for their guests arriving. So that went down well too. And then we had another one the day before they departed to remind them of the checkout list. And then the morning of departure, just saying, hope you had a fabulous time and then let us know how much you enjoyed it by sending us a review. So as I said, at the beginning, I thought that was way, way too many, but we had just terrific, all positive feedback we also used it for, for issues management, asking guests to let us know if there were any issues and let us know by text. And we were able to then respond almost instantaneously. And they loved that too. So because of the seasonal nature of our business, you know, we've all but quit now in November, we will have a smattering of, of reservations, but not very many. So we'll probably shut down the text messaging through to May of next year when it picks up again. But I know that we are going to be using it uh, again. And kudos to Breezeway. They really have covered everything off uh, within that text messaging app. And I, I'm sure if we were using their full operations application, we would be equally as, as happy. So uh, yeah, love Breezeway. So number two um, is Touchday. It's the Touchday digital guide. We've been using that for the past three years. 
uh, would not be without it. And I, I think, you know, digital guides are the way to go. Touch Day is not the only one out there. You've got companies like Hostfully, Hello Here, uh, Rubaru. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's others that are getting into the digital guest guide space because that's what guests are using now. The days of that uh, dog-eared old house manual are, are gone. I hope they're gone. Although having said that, having said that, the, the touch we we I just printed out uh, a touch day guest guide yesterday to go and put into a a property because the owners wanted to have a full manual there and I and I know that there are people who who like still like to pick up a book it came to 155 pages um it's it's a thick thick manual because it includes all the activities and the attractions in the area the restaurants the shopping everything and that's one thing I like about Touch Day is that the PDF it produces prints out so beautifully. But a couple of the other things that we use Touch Day for, we use it, it within our communications workflow because we, we also have uh, emails that go out from Touch Day to include the digital guest guide. And we used to send all our guests uh, a letter three days before their vacation started. And in that letter, it would remind them of the maximum occupancy of the property and ensure that they wouldn't go, weren't going to exceed it. And we reminded them of the check-in time and a number of other things and included the packing list as well. So that was quite a manual exercise. Every week, um, we would send out this email to all the guests going in on that Saturday and we'd send it out three days before. And now with Touch Day, it's just automatically set up. It's links through our property management system and every guest that's in the system that is going in on that Saturday will receive this message three days before automatically, um, which has really alleviated uh, a lot of fairly hard work in, in making sure we were getting, it was, it was much more of a manual process and now it's an automated process. For those of you who've been doing this automatically for years, you know, we're in Canada. <laughs> we are. We can sometimes be way, way behind the times. Uh, something else we've used the digital guide for, and more and more these days, is to, um, is to include PDFs of instruction manuals for appliances. Because every, just about every appliance you've, you can imagine has an online manual now. So you don't have to keep them at the property. You can just include the PDFs within the digital guest guide. And something that Touch Day did this year, which I absolutely loved, is gave us the ability to link to a specific page in the guide. So if we got a text from somebody saying, I'm not sure how to operate the hot tub, we could just text back with a link to the page in the digital guest guide which they may or may not have opened because we know we know how difficult it is to make people read. But we were able to send them back the link to that page in the guest guide that described the uh, operating instructions for the hot tub. We also use the touch day guides for other purposes. And one of the main ones is that we created a owner manual. So each time we take on or we acquire a new owner, we send them a generic owner manual 
which tells them absolutely everything about our business and the, how we how we operate the management of their property. Now, they may or may not read it. Some read it avidly and others may never open it, but at least they have the information. So if they forget when they're going to get paid, if they forget how to make an owner booking, or if they forget the minimum, our minimum standards checklist, then they can go into that owner manual and see everything in there. So this year, what we've added is our owner newsletter. I mean, we've we've always sent out an owner newsletter uh, once a month that talks about marketing campaigns, perhaps mentions some local ordinances, things that are happening in the industry. And we keep them updated on on what guests are looking for. We keep up, you know, what are your guest expectations? And we let them know. I mean, this summer it was it was Wi-Fi. Every guest wanted the most robust and extensive data that they could get in a property. So we've been trying to encourage our owners to upgrade their Wi-Fi. So we've been including this in our owner newsletters. And the owner newsletters are now published within the owner manual. So we simply send an email out to our owners to say, hey, coming up to the end of September, here is your September newsletter. And then it's just a list of bullet points to say, this is what's in the newsletter. Uh, Go to your owner manual to check it out. So that has the added benefit of getting some of those owners who haven't been in those manuals to go in there and have a look. And then we often find that they've, they spend a bit more time in there. They suddenly go, oh my goodness, I didn't realize there was all this information, information on you know, making their place look better, um, things that they might think about of upgrading. That's all, everything's in that manual. So putting the owner newsletters in there has made it much more attractive for them to go and, and look at. So once we've created the guest guide for a a new property, we then put a link to that guest guide within that particular owner's manual so they can go and see at any time what it is that their guests are seeing. And we also put links to their management contract and any other personal, you know, more personalised information that uh, pertains particularly to that property and that owner. So we've just found ways of using Touch Day, which I, th- you know, creatively. And I know that um, Tyan has many other ways of, of using it as well. I mean, she has created a guide to uh, Branson, uh, Missouri, because that's where her the bulk of her properties are located. So she uses that guide to Branson as a, as a lead magnet. So there's plenty of other ways of of using it. If you are interested in Touch Day, you'll find information in the show notes. And I strongly encourage you to get in touch with uh, with Tyanne Marsink or Andy McNulty uh, if you've got any questions. Um, I just thoroughly endorse this product. It's probably one of the best ones that we um, we have ever come across. So thirdly, I've mentioned this one before and I'm only going to mention it quickly. It's, you know, I've got this open on my laptop all the time and it's, it's a little app called Workflowy. It's just a really, really simple to-do list. If you're like me 
and try out every to-do list that's on the market, then you've probably come across this at some point. I have, I think, tried out every to-do list that's in the market. And this is the simplest. There was absolutely no learning curve to it. I just uh, downloaded it, started using it. And it's just really simple. You know, I have a long to-do list and then I, I will tag it with the tag of today or Monday or Tuesday. And then I can click on that today tag and it will just bring me up the list of what I should do today. And there's a, there's a, a lot more to it than that, but it's simple to learn. So I wanted to mention that because I do use that on a daily basis. And, and I think it saved me from forgetting stuff because I do that a lot these days. And it's quite nice to, if I have a bit of a brain dump into Workflowy, it's all there and I can just check it out at a glance. Fourthly is Slack. I'm surprised at the amount of people that I mention Slack to who say that they have never heard of it and they haven't used it. And I guess if you're an independent owner, you're working on your own, then probably it, it would not be as useful to you as, as it is for any small business. It's a communication tool. Our business has been remote. We've worked remotely for the past seven years. So the pandemic made absolutely no difference to us. We, we just remained working at home like we'd always done. And we'd been using Slack and, and Zoom and Skype and all sorts of other communication apps for a long, long, long time. But Slack certainly is the one that this past summer has made a huge difference to ensuring that the seven or sometimes eight of us in all different locations can communicate in the best possible way. So the nice thing about Slack, I think, is that you can separate it out and we have, we have different channels. We have a general channel, which is a general sort of water cooler chit chat. We have one that's just called useful reading. So if we ever come across an article that we, we want to share, we'll just post it in useful reading. And when you get around to it, we, we go through that channel. And then when we have a, our, our weekly meeting, we can share our thoughts on, on whatever we, we've read. Also, there's private groupings. So you can set up private chat groups. And, you know, I have one with my business partner. We can chit chat backwards and forwards. And then I have a private chat group with my marketing team and with our operations team. And I know they probably, because I can't see them, but they all probably have their private chat groups as well, where they probably talk about how I micromanage, but they can talk about what they want. It is very much like sort of an office where you can talk to people, you can pop into their office and have a chat with them or stand over somebody at a desk and share some information. This is very much like that. And and you can use it to share documents and share video, etc. So if you're not using Slack and you like a bit more communication amongst your team, then definitely take a look at that. So something that we've been doing a lot earlier in the year before we got really, really busy when we were sort of shut down and latterly now as, as we've quietened down again is recording all our processes. We found along the way, along the way of our business, that it's always important to have one person who sort of champions a different part of the business. So our office manager is our key expert 
on RNS, which is our property management system. And Sandra knows RNS inside and out. However, if Sandra's off sick or if she's away and we have an RNS issue, we need somebody else who has some good knowledge of it. So every one of these people who is an expert in a different area has a backup, but that backup might not know as much as that primary person does. So we're encouraging all our key people to create Loom videos of different aspects of the system that they are expert at. So Sandra's creating Loom videos to show everybody how to do different things within the PMS. So it could be just sort of creating a booking or creating an owner booking, something like that. I mean, there's so many different parts of it. Of course, now I can't think of any of them. But using Loom, which is a free application, you can create a quick video just showing somebody else how to use something online. We've also used Loom to share with our owners. You know, this is how you make an owner booking on our site. And uh, we've used it to share processes with new hires as well. And somebody comes along and said, okay, I don't know how to use Slack. So there's a Loom video that helps them do that. So over the course of the fall, we're going to create more and more of these Loom videos. And back on Touch Day, we're using Touch Day for our staff handbook so we can store all these Loom videos in the Touch Day staff handbook. You could, of course, use Google Drive or uh, something else in the cloud, whatever you use to share. We're just so into Touch Day that we keep creating new ways of using it. So Loom, I absolutely love. So a couple of things that have made my life easier. And one of them is, now this is, this is a long title for this thing. It's the Ricoh Theta Z1 360 degree spherical panoramic camera. Yes, you heard that. The Ricoh Theta Z1 360 degree spherical panoramic camera. I love this thing. It's the size of, well, it's just a slightly smaller than a phone, a little bit thicker, a little bit heavier, but it takes the place of our big, hulky Matterport camera. Now, the Matterport we've had for five or six years now, and we create the 3D videos of, of all our properties as we visit them now. And they are super helpful for guests to do the walkthrough of a property. Now, these don't come cheap. I mean, certainly the Matterport camera, when we bought it five or six years ago, was was in excess of $4,000, I think. And then Matterport storage, the conversion of the Matterport file to a version that you can actually put on a website, put the 3D version on the website. So that's a subscription. So it's probably not as useful to uh, an independent owner as it would be to a property management company. But, you know, even if you're small, I think it's worthwhile investing in a 360 camera because it, it really has helped us to demonstrate our guests what a property looks like inside. And it really beats out some of our competition that are not using this technology. So the Ricoh Theta Z1 is a 360 camera, and it's just a much smaller version of the big Matterport camera. 
but really easy to carry about. I've got a really lightweight tripod and I get somewhere and I just screw in this camera and I've got my iPad and my Matterport app and away we go. And it works really, really quickly. It does the 360 images. And then at the end of the shoot, I'll come back to the office and just upload to Matterport. And usually within two or three hours, the finished version is is back and I can publish it on the website. And just buying that smaller camera has increased my productivity because it takes half the time that the full Matterport does to do the scans of, of a property. Now, I did have the original Ricoh Theta, which I think we paid about $300 for. This new one that we just got was was over a thousand, but worth every penny. I love this thing. And and it doesn't just do 360. You get the great stills. You can do other video with it. It's got a good audio capacity as well. Um, I haven't explored the full capabilities of this camera at all. Um, because I haven't had it that long, but I've used it on maybe 10 or 10 or 11 photo shoots so far. And the 3D video has been really, really good. I'll put an example up on the show notes and you can go take a look at, at that and see how it works. But more than happy to discuss these things uh, with anybody if anybody wants to get in touch with me. So that's the Ricoh Theta I'm going to say again, the Ricoh Theta Z1 360 degree spherical panoramic camera. Um, Thoroughly recommend that. Then number seven on my list is the DJI Osmo, which is um, a handheld gimbal for an iPhone. And I've been recently doing a lot more iPhone video when I've been out at, at properties, mostly because it's hard to describe some of our properties. Some of them are pretty unique. And I'll give you one example. I went up to a property the other day and it's set in eight acres. And you walk from the property down a pathway or down through the lawn and you get to a boathouse. And then behind the boathouse is a boardwalk and you walk all the way down the boardwalk and finally get to the water. So really difficult to describe, even in taking photos, you're going to take a lot of photos to show how you get from the house to the water. So I just did a video. And unfortunately, this was before I got the Osmo. So I mean, the video's okay, but I now know I could have done such a much better job and not having to apologize for shaky video by, by using this gimbal. So that's definitely going to be in a lot of use. Yeah, I I did a second video at that property. You go up onto a ridge behind the property and you walk through this woodland and then it's out onto uh, the end of the ridge. There is a deck. The owner's built a deck out overlooking the lake. And on that deck, he's put a geodesic dome. It's like a yurt-like thing but it has a queen bed in it. It has a wood stove in it and it's got a proper door. So it's not just a tent. I mean, it really is. It's quite amazing, but I would not have been able to capture the distance from the house to the tent uh, if I didn't have video. So once again, I was apologizing on that video for it being shaky and I will, will be doing that again using the gimbal uh, next time I go out there. 
So the other thing that it's great for is, is quick video demos to answer, you know, to put into an FAQ. So for example, how to operate a hot tub. We, I mentioned that earlier on that I could put the video within the touch day guide alongside an instruction manual. And then we've talked quite a lot over the past months about content on your website. So how much better to create content than with a good video as you're out and about. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to get out and use this over the next few months. So I'm gonna actually, you'll probably see the use of it because I'll be doing some video when I'm down in Gulf Shores. I'll be definitely using it when I'm at the Vacation Rental Women's Summit um, because I'll be doing some podcasting from there. So that is my last but one, the penultimate thing. The last one is Bonjoro. And I love Bonjoro. It's a simple app, really simple app for creating personalized video emails. And a bit like Workflow, it's so simple to set up. And I've been using it more so for owners. You know, if I'm hearing from an owner and they're wanting some information, instead of just sending back our information pack, I do a personalized video and just say, thank you so much for asking about information on, on our rental management services. My name's Heather Bayer. I'm the CEO. Da, 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 da. I've attached the information guide for you. Uh, which incidentally is done on touch day, would you believe? And I'd love it if you would call us and, you know, if, if you have any more questions. And we're, I'm seeing more response from the personalized video emails than we ever have from just a plain email. So you could actually use that with the Osmo as well. You know, perhaps say if you're at a property, and, and you get an inquiry from a potential guest, you could do a quick video from that property and send it via Bonjoro. How cool is that? So that is my quick guide to some of the best stuff I've been using in the past year. And, you know, some, some of it, I hadn't really noticed how impactful it was until I did a review and I, I started thinking about, you know, what have I used this year that's been ultra useful? And these eight, which was the Breezeway text messaging, touch stay, work flowy, Slack, Loom videos, the Ricoh Theta Z1360 degree, spherical panoramic camera, the Osmo, the DJI Osmo and Bonjoro. Now, I'm not going to say the Rico Theta thing again, I promise. <laughs> I will put links to all of these on the show notes and I'm more than happy to discuss any of them with you. If you want to, you know, if you want to email me at heather at vacationrentalformula.com or go to the Facebook group, the business of short-term rental and property management, and maybe post your question there. Lots of people will come back and answer you if you do that. And I'd love to see you on that Facebook group as well. So there's a link to that on the show notes as well. So I think you've heard enough from me today. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what your best 
tech and apps and software are, the things that have really made your life easier this year? Because how do we, how do we know what is great for other people unless those other people tell us? So let me know if there's something that really made a difference to you this year, and then we can share that out in a future episode. Or as I say, you can mention it on the Facebook group. So I'd also love it if you would give me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. The more reviews we get, the more listeners we get. We are approaching 1 million downloads. We've gone way past 950,000 now. So it's only a few months late, a few months to go now before we get to our million. We are planning something for that. Um, we're going to be planning something really, really special for the time that we know we're going to get that millionth download. So keep an eye out for that because that's going to be coming up quicker than we know it, actually. So that's it for this week. I've got a bunch of really great interviews coming up that I have to do over the next couple of weeks. And if you know of anybody that you'd like me to interview, or if you'd like me to interview you, if you've got something that you feel that this audience would really enjoy, then let me know. Send me an email, heather at vacationrentalformula.com and I'll get back to you. That's it from me and I'll be with you again next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.